Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart Cause the name of- 
This is the truth. I was ministering somewhere one night. Bishop. And y'all know I got a pretty praise. I've been in church all my life. I can, I can control it. And the weight of glory fell so heavy on me. I started doing what we call a Baptist fit. And, uh, but wait a minute. Before I can think about it. The Lord said you just gave me a Christmas praise. I said, what in the world is that? He said, you know on Christmas, the parents pile all of the gifts under the tree. And you open them and you're like, oh, thank you, mama. Oh, thank you, mama. And then after all the gifts gone, they said, go out the door. And there's something out there major with a big red bow on it. And you forget about thank you, mama. And you just go, ah, ah. I want somebody to give God a Christmas break. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Because we've been praising him for the stuff that's under the tree. gotta put a praise on it good evening good evening good evening and welcome to the light of portland i am your host pastor kimberly black bring you greetings from the city of roses this is the day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad 
in it. I don't know about you, but I just got excited when I I just heard the joy of putting a praise on stuff that's already come to pass, but putting the praise on stuff that I'm speaking into an existence, stuff that I'm expecting God to do in my life. I'm putting a praise on it. I hope you enjoyed that. That was our sister, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, put a praise on it. We give all praise, glory, and honor to God tonight and to all of those that make this platform possible. We thank God for the Butterfields, Archbishop Ruth Smith, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, all the men and women that and share the word of God with us. They preach, they teach, they pray, and we're just grateful tonight for all the prayer warriors, all the preachers and teachers that greet us and bless us on this platform. Tonight, you are in store for a treat. We have our very own Minister Keith Jordan from the St. Paul Mission and Baptist Church um, bringing the word of God tonight, and our very own Deaconess Cassandra Robinson of the Greater St. Stephen Mission and Baptist Church taking us to the throne of grace. If you have any announcements, any prayer requests that you would like for us to share on this broadcast, we ask that you would email us at gssmbc at yahoo.com, and we will make your announcements. We will call your name out in prayer. We know that where there is little prayer, there is little power. Where there is no prayer, there is no power. Where there is much prayer, there is much power, and we are a people of prayer. And we've seen God do miracle after miracle. We've seen signs and wonders manifested in our presence because we have prayed, because we trust God, we believe God, and we obey him. We've seen it, saints. We've seen it. We've seen it. Some of us are walking miracles. Some of us are walking testimonies. Some of us should have been dead, should have been incarcerated, should have been in a hospital room. But, oh, hallelujah, God said not so. And his mercy and his grace covered us, and his shadow protected us. So thank God for Psalms 91 over the saints tonight. Uh, we just want to invite you to our noonday prayer and praise worship experience that will be at the Greater St. Stephen Mission and Baptist Church this Saturday, October 29th at 12 noon. Yep, 12 noon. I remember when I was growing up as a kid, we would have noonday prayer on Wednesday, and the mothers of the church would pack out the church, and you could hear them singing and humming and praying and quoting the word of God. And so that's what we're going to do this Saturday, October 29th at 12 noon. We're going to come together. We're going to pray for those seven mountains of influence, art and entertainment, business, the church, the family, the government, inter, um, education, media. We're going to lift them up before the Lord. We're going to pray. The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. And those seven mountains of influence have been causing us some pains and some, some thorns in our flesh, let me tell you. Children are at school and getting bomb threats and um, people going by shooting and the government 
uh, can't keep things together, and, and what's wrong they call it right, and, and what's right they call it wrong. Y'all, come on here. We need prayer. It's praying time. And so we're going to come together on next Saturday, and we're going to pray. We're going to bombard heaven. We're going to um, let loose uh, Minister Ledra McClendon, Pastor Mike Dean, uh, put, and they're going to lead us in our praise and our worship. And we have prayer warriors from the city coming together just to go before the Lord in prayer. So we want you to meet us next Saturday at 12 noon at 3605 Northeast Mallory. That's 3605 Northeast Mallory. Come in your sweatsuit, your jeans, your tennis shoes. Come ready to lay prostrate before the Lord. Go to the altar. However it is, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer, and we're going to seek his face. He said, man, I have to always pray, and we're going to pray, and we're going to pray in the name of Jesus. We're going to declare and decree some things to be. We're going to speak some things into existence. We're going to bind and loose some things. So join us this Saturday at 12 noon at 3605 Northeast Mallory. Well, I ask that you would be prayerful. Um, I know that Oregon, we're voting uh, this November for our governor. I'm going to ask that you would be prayerful before you go to the polls. We're asking the saints of God to be prayerful before you go to the polls. Uh, there's some governors that we need to, there's a governor we need to put in office. There's some measures that we need to get passed. And so we need to get educated, we need to be informed, we need to study, and we need to pray so that when we fill out our ballots, we will um, select who the Lord has said for us to pick um, to be our next governor. So we just want to be prayerful with the elections. Um, they're getting ready to have debates. There have been a couple of debates on channel eight. So just be looking out so that you can listen. The Bible says, and all you're getting, get a good understanding. And it just wasn't to be about the word, but we need to know what's going on in our city, in our state, and in our nation. So I hope and pray that you're prayerful before you go to the polls. Amen. Uh, we're going to go now to the throne of grace. Our very own deaconess, Cassandra Robinson, is going to lead us in prayer. Following that prayer, we will have a song of preparation. Following that song of preparation, the next voice you will hear will be that of Minister Keith Jordan. I now yield this call to Deaconess Cassandra Robinson. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All praise your righteous and holy name, Father God. I come this evening as humbly as I know how to come, Father God. I come first to thank you, Lord God, for Jesus. I come to thank you, Father God, for this day that you have made, Father God. Oh, God, we have rejoiced all day long, Father God, in your presence, Father God. Oh, we're here to praise you, Lord God. We're here to magnify your righteous and holy name, Father God. We're here to lift your name on high, God. You said if you would be lifted up from the earth, you would draw all men unto yourself, Father God. Oh, God, I thank you, Father God, for this, another opportunity, Father God, just to praise you, Lord God, to bow down at your feet, Lord God. One more time, you have given me this 
opportunity, Father God, to raise my hand and say, thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, Father God, for all that you have done and the things that you yet to do, Lord God. Oh, Father God, you are an awesome Father. You are worthy, Lord God, of all our praises, Father God. We were born to praise you, Father God. We were born to magnify you. We were born to lift you up, Father God. You said in your word, if you would be lifted up, you would draw all men unto yourself, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for giving us your very best, your only begotten son, who hung, bled, and suffered a horrible death, Father God. Everything that you endured, Father God, you did for someone else. You did it for us, Lord God, because it's not your will that any man shall perish but come to repentance, Father God. As I bow down tonight, Father God, to reverence you, Father God, to praise you, Lord God, for all the things that you have done, Lord God. You have been so good, so gracious, so mighty, Lord God. Oh, God, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that you have done, Father God, my soul make a boast in you, Lord God. Oh, I thank you, Lord God, for this, Father God, this time of day, Father God, where we all gather, Father God. Oh, Father God, on this line, Father God, to just praise you, Father God. Oh, just to magnify you. Oh, how we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for keeping us, Lord God, keeping us in our right minds, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for protecting us, Father God. We thank you for keeping shelter over us, Lord God, guiding us, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus tonight, Father God, over all, Father God. I'm in the sound of my voice, Father God. We pray healing tonight, Lord God. Oh, we pray healing and deliverance tonight, Lord God. We know, Father God, that you are a healer, Father God. You can do anything but fail, Father God. We cry out, holy, 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 it's the Lord God Almighty. God, you have been so good, Lord God. Oh, Father God, you've been better than good, Lord God. As the pastor said, some of us, Father God, we should be dead, Father God, sleeping in our graves, Father God. But God, you have been so good. You told on death to behave, Father, and we thank you, Lord God. Some of us should be incarcerated, Lord God. Oh, but God, the God we serve, have been so good, and you have kept us out of of being incarcerated, Lord God. Oh, God, we thank you, Father God, for the man that's going to bring the word tonight, Lord God. We say, preach the word right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus, preach the word, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to touch right now, God. Touch in a mighty special way, Father God. Oh, all we need, Father God, is just a touch, Father God. If we could just touch just a fragment, Father God, hey, of your garment, Father God, our body, Father God, would be made whole. I thank you, Lord God, Lord God. I thank you that I can praise you, Father God, in the noonday. I can praise you in the morning, Father God. I can praise you, Lord God, in the evening, Lord God. Oh, God, I don't need no rocks to cry out for me, Lord God. As long as I got breath in me, Lord God, I'm going to praise you, Father God, because I was born to praise you. I was born to honor you, Lord God. Oh, how I love you tonight, Lord God. I love you, Father God, for everything that you have done and doing, Lord God. I pray for the sick and the shut-ins tonight, Lord God. I pray for the house 
helpless brothers and sisters tonight, Lord God. I pray for our mothers tonight, Lord God. I pray for my pastor in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray for the deacons and deaconesses, Father God. I pray, Father God, for everyone in our church family, Lord God. I pray healing tonight, Father God. Oh, God, oh, God, you can heal, Father God. Oh, Father God, you raised your daughter, Father God. Oh, God, you're still healing and performing miracles tonight, Lord God. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God. I say have your way, Lord God, within all our lives, Father God. Use us, Father God, as you see fit, Father God. Oh, Father God, we are here to lift you up, Father God. Oh, Father God, we give you the honor, we give you the glory, and all praises be unto you, my Lord, my Savior. Oh, God, to the gray I am, to the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, the God that was and is and soon to return for his people. Oh, Father God, I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that we get our houses in order, Father God, because no man, no woman knows the day, no hour that you're going to return, Father God. But I pray that we be ready in the name of Jesus, Father God. We want to be where you are, Father God. We want to live where you are, Father God, so we can live around heaven and praise you all day, Father God. Oh, Lord God, I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for giving me this opportunity. One more time, just to let you know how much I appreciate you, how much I adore you, how I love you. Oh, in the name of Christ Jesus, I do pray. We pray for our government and government, Father God. We lift it up right now. We pray for this whole world, Father God. Oh, this old sinful world that we're in, Lord God. We know that this whole world is not our home, Father God. We're just pilgrims, just passing through. And, oh, Lord God, we ask you to keep us in these last and evil days. In the name of Jesus the Christ, I do pray. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God. And amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Giving honor to God, to Pastor Black, Pastor Sherelle, my pastor Craig L. Brown, First Lady Elder Brown, Angela Brown, the elders and ministers and members of the St. Paul family, the Light of Portland family and community all across the airways. Once again, thank you for this opportunity uh, to share uh, what God has imparted in me. Uh, and, and I won't say uh, it's been over quite some time because uh, we all been dealing with some things, but that's the beauty of being a child of God, of being an heir to the throne of grace, uh, uh, to being his kinship is um, he's covering, he's protecting, he's guiding, and he's always preparing us uh, for his glory. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Heavenly Father, I just ask that you would let me uh, decrease in self and increase in you. Uh, as you use me in any way that you desire tonight, O oh Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. I pray that as we assemble for praise and worship and for a word, Lord, that we depart in service for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 I'm just so excited. Um, so thankful that uh, Pastor Black uh, asked me to come back and I'm I'm just full tonight. Um, thank you, oh Lord. If you guys need a title for the message tonight, it's amazing because this is the, uh, the second time God has given me a message that's dealing with his marvelous light. Uh, and as I'm speaking, on the light of Portland, how appropriate it is to be speaking about God's light, his marvelous light, his wonderful light, his anointed light in a dark world that's in need of a Savior. Thank you, O Heavenly Father. Our scripture for tonight will be coming from uh, the fourth gospel of John, the 12th chapter, verses 44 through 46. I'll be reading from the King James Version. Uh, I'm sure everybody has it by now. Um, and if you're thinking out loud or if you're thinking to yourself, just let me hear you say, uh, amen, amen. And the 44th verse reads, And Jesus cried and said, He that believeth, believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. 45, and he that seeth me, 
see it him that sent. And 46, I am come a light into the world that whoever so whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Oh, Heavenly Father, and listeners all across the country, uh, the community, St. Paul family and friends, the light of Portland family and friends, community loved ones, anybody that's under the sound of my voice, I just want you to know the uh, there are times that in this world that we're going to go through some things and some situations and that we can fall short. Uh, the scripture says that oh, we're all wretches undone and we have the propensity to make mistakes, to have sin. Uh, some of us have even uh, commir- committed serious sins or serious crimes or, or things of, that our law systems um, would say were serious. But his word says that whosoever believeth in him as a child of God, your portion is not to stay in darkness, but to come out of it into his glorious light. Hallelujah. That's good news, somebody. Can I get an amen? Somebody ought to be saying, ah, his glorious light. Oh, what a wonderful what a wonderful concept. What a wonderful thought. His glorious light. Uh, the scriptures say that Jesus is the light of the world. Um, beloved of God, when we come out of the darkness into his marvelous light, it's when we believe in Jesus. Uh, once we believe in Jesus, we should know that we are washed in his blood, forgiven and saved from the wages of sin and death. I know sometimes we can go through things and... Um, the enemy tries to make us feel like uh, shut off and isolated. Um, over the past couple of days, I've had a couple of friends contact me uh, for prayer, uh, praying for uh, their children and praying uh, for loved ones who have felt so alone and felt so isolated that they've contemplated taking their their own life. So right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just want to rebuke that spirit right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, because no matter what we're going through, uh, God has a plan for us. And in his marvelous light, if we abide in that light, we can manifest and we can reap the benefits of his marvelous light. Uh, We can reap the benefits, uh, kingdom benefits, of what he has planned for us. For the scripture saying, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord. Plans for hope and a future. Plans not to harm you. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. That's great news. Uh, here's a one important fact, beloved of God, is that when we turn to Jesus or once we've given our life to Jesus, should something happen and and because this is a lot of times doing the discipleship process in our growth. Um, uh, once we've uh, had knowledge of, uh, once we've had a taste uh, and an understanding of just who Jesus is, but then if we don't continue 
to stay plugged into the source, if we don't continue to study his word, if we don't continue uh, to seek his face, um, if we don't qualify our surroundings, if we're not surrounding our people, our, our people who have spiritual accountability, who will lead us back to the cross, who will lead us into the scriptures, who will point us to God um, for our answers, for our help, uh, hallelujah, somebody, then we have the propensity uh, to fall, uh, to backslide. Uh, but the good news is, is that when we find out or we realize or we have that revelation that we're in the, the wrong place and that we've offended, offended God, we can come back. Hallelujah, somebody. That's great news. Uh, we just need to confess to Jesus, um, repent, uh, confess to Jesus our actions and repent and seek forgiveness from him. And Jesus is faithful and just. Uh, and Jesus will cleanse us, deliver us, anoint us, dress us in a new garment, put sandals on our feet and a ring on our finger, and he'll rejoice in his kingdom because of our return. Hallelujah, somebody. That's good news. Abiding in his marvelous light. Uh, thank you, Jesus. We're going somewhere tonight. Uh, let me hear everybody say, he's going somewhere tonight. Uh, or should, let's make it together. Because uh, we're two or more gathered in his name. He is in the midst. And he inhabits the praises of his people. So let's all say together, we're going somewhere tonight. Hallelujah, somebody. Abiding in his marvelous light. Your belief and your faith in Jesus, the Godhead, the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, they're all one. And uh, a lot of times when you feel alone, when you feel isolated, when the enemy is trying to play tricks with you, uh, when he's thinking, making you feel that nobody has experienced what you're going through, that you're by yourself and that there's you can't come back from that or you have to make a a rash, rush decision right now without prayer, without seeking God's face. All these things that lead us or turn us off the path that God has for us or, or cause us uh, to stray or fall, that's not God's will. But in God, uh, when we believe in him, when we have faith in him, hallelujah, somebody, faith, abiding faith, abiding faith. Abiding faith, hallelujah, somebody. We get it now, faith, abiding in his marvelous light. It's an action word, hallelujah, somebody. Uh, so when we have faith and we believe in him, that transitions us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Um, we make a conscious choice to abide in him and not in evil or darkness. and uh, And that helps us become or move into who he called us to be. It helps us move into his marvelous light. Hallelujah, somebody. Um, his marvelous light, God's desire. Uh, they go hand in hand. God's desire and his marvelous light. In 44, God's desire, if we look back, it says, Jesus cried out, when a man believes in me, he does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. Hallelujah, somebody. And then 45, he says, when he looks at me, 
he sees the one who sent me. Clearly here, God has entrusted his son as a most significant role. In the assignment that God has given his son, we see that God's desire. God's desire is that, that we believe in his son. But it goes further than that. God desires that we become intimately related, intimately related, an intimate relationship, relationship, relationship with the Trinity, with the Son, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Uh, In the scripture, too, it says because of the price that Jesus paid for all mankind, yet while we were in sin, he died for us. And because of that, he is raised above. At the mention of his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But he is a great intercessor, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father, speaking on our behalf. And, oh, man, hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. So at this point in the Gospel of John, we see that believing is always in the verb form. It's an action word. It strongly implies that believing in God or faith in God or Jesus Christ is not just the acquisition of a piece of information or knowledge, but rather it's an active expression of faith and trust. It's not just a, it's not an accident that Jesus speaks of believing in him. Um, it's truly about entrusting our lives into his care. Hallelujah, somebody, into his care. Jesus cares for you. He cares for you and me. Hallelujah, somebody. That's good news. So right now, there's some somebody's been going through something. Somebody's been afraid. Uh, somebody's thinking that they messed up their life. Somebody's think that they're they're at a turning point or, or they're at a point of no return. And I just want to say, have you tried Jesus? Uh, have you tried Jesus? Have you called on the name of Jesus? Have you turned over your life to Jesus? Have you trusted Jesus to lead you? Have you trusted Jesus to heal you? Have you trusted Jesus to protect you? Have you trusted Jesus to lift you up? In Psalms 3 and 3, it says, when every when there was a thousand foe against me, it says, he protected me. And he said, thank you for lifting my head, oh, Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. That's good news. Hallelujah. The marvelous light, because of the wonderful things that take place in this light, by walking in the light and staying faithful in its path, the blood of Jesus can can continually cleanse us, 1 John 1 and 7. Also, we are assured of a life of blessings and much spiritual fruit lighting our lives in Ephesians 5. Um, 8 through 14, uh, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. That's good news. That's good news. In a world where there's so much confusion going on right now, in a world where there's misinformation about everything uh, that you could think of, even the ingredients above dog food, uh, to make it plain, the uh, in a world where um, they just switch everything around because there's a mad power grab going on, in a world where they seem to have forgotten about the people, the precious people, the people that God created 
in his own image, the precious people that in John 3.16 that God sent his only begotten son that who should ever believe it to him shall not perish but have eternal everlasting life. Hallelujah, somebody. It just seems that the people that that are in the government, the people that are in leadership, the people that are representing us um, have lost their way, and we all need a Savior, y'all. So we all need to come into his marvelous light. As children, point two, darkness and light. Um, the light, the light, the light, the light of God, uh, the power of the light of God, his marvelous light. As children, we learned how to keep darkness away by turning on a light. Sometimes when our parents went away for the evening, uh, we would turn on every light in the house uh, because we got a little spooked. And so we knew that if we had all the lights on, nothing could harm us. We understood the physical law that is also a spiritual law. Light and darkness cannot occupy the same space at the same time. Hallelujah, somebody. Light dispels darkness. When light is present, darkness is vanquished and must depart. More importantly, Darkness cannot conquer light unless the light is diminished or departs. When spiritual light of the Holy Ghost is present, the darkness of Satan departs. Hallelujah, somebody, for we do not battle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual things. Hallelujah, somebody. Um, Young men and young women of the church, families, communities, we are engaged in a battle between the forces of light and darkness. That's why he's attacking everything. He he knows Jesus is a, is coming back. He knows that uh, uh that it's travailing, uh that it's being birthed. Uh uh the kingdom of God, uh the power of his spirit, the power of his believers, the power of his heirs. Um uh, heaven on earth is coming. Uh, the call of the of the mighty God is here, is present. And so the thing that he's at every corner, the author and finisher of lies, the deceiver, uh, he wants to sift us like wheat. So these things that you see going on all around is his last, his last attempts uh, to cause confusion, uh, to delay, to separate us. From the plans of God uh, He can't separate us from God's love He can only delay Or turn us away But we still have the power um, To cry out And say yes Lord To say thank you Lord To say I love you Lord I'll obey you Lord I'll serve you Lord I'm in your will Lord Hallelujah I want to be who you called me to be Lord I thank you Lord Hallelujah. If we were not for the light of Jesus and his gospel, we would be doomed for destruction and darkness. But the Savior said in John 1 and 5, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. In Matthew 5, 16, it says, in the same way, let your light shine that before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. In Psalm 27 and 1, the Lord said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I feel? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. 
of whom shall I be afraid? In James 1 and 17, every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly light, who does not change, hallelujah, who does not change like shifting shadows, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, light and dark. Darkness cannot be present in the light of the Lord, and we are called into his into his marvelous light. Amen. So whatever the enemy was telling you, whatever he was trying to make you ashamed of, whatever mistakes he was trying to have you hold on to and continue to drag on after you've repented, after Jesus Christ has thrown them into the sea of forgetfulness, after he's washed them by the blood, hallelujah, somebody, you can let them go. You can stand up and look at the cross. You can stand up in the power of his marvelous light. You can stand up in the power of Jesus Christ, the one that loves you, the one that loves you so much that he died when we were yet in sin, uh, that we might have life and we might have life more abundantly, that we might have the gift of salvation. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. This is good news. Hallelujah. I could just feel it in my spirit. Somebody needed this tonight. Somebody was on the verge and they needed to know that Jesus loved them. They needed to know that he loves them more than anything, and he knows everything about you. God knows you, loves you. He knows your thoughts. Hallelujah. He knows your thoughts before you know your thoughts. He knows your action before you know your actions. So there's nothing that you could do or say that can separate you from the love of God. Hallelujah, somebody. That's good news. Somebody ought to be rejoicing. Somebody ought to be empowered tonight. Beloved, Jesus and God Almighty are one. Jesus is God and God is Jesus. If you see or hear Jesus, it is God speaking to you or revealing himself to you. Don't feel God is so far from you. If you know how near Jesus is to you and how much of a brother, father, friend he is to you, um, then you will know how close God Almighty is to you to the extent that he lives in you. Hallelujah, somebody. God is so close, in fact, and we just said that, closer than your ears. God is so close that your thoughts are loud enough for him to hear them. (laughs) And he knows that you so well that he knows the very next move even before you think it or even consider it or ponder it or decide to go ahead and act on it or not. Beloved, believing in Jesus so that you never stay down and that you stay in the marvelous light of God. Jesus Christ is the answer. Jesus Christ is the answer. Hallelujah, somebody. Clearly here, God has entrusted his son a most significant role. The assignment that God has given his son is for God to believe in his son, or should I say for us to believe in his son. So the assignment is to draw all men to him. He wants us um, to be drawn to God, and that's the assignment that he's given Jesus. And by doing this, um, then we become intimately related to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, somebody. 
Hallelujah, somebody. It's not an accident that Jesus Christ speaks of believing in him. It's truly not about entrusting our lives into his care. He enables the praises, or should I say he inhabits the praises of his people, Psalm 22 and 3. He came that we might have life more abundantly, John 10 and 10, for we know uh, that the enemy is wants to sift us like wheat. He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. Hallelujah. So, for I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord, uh, plans of hope and a future. In Jeremiah 29 11, when the praises go up, blessings come down. Psalms 133. Hallelujah, somebody. Can you feel it? Uh, he inhabits the praises of his people. We were called into his marvelous light. We are called to be the light of the world, salt of the earth. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. For he, I know the plans he has for you. For eyes have not seen nor ears heard the plans that he has for those that love him. Hallelujah, somebody. When you're going through, it's the connection to God. Uh, it's the connection to God that gives you the peace. It's the connection to God that gives you the glory. Uh, it's the connection to God that gives you the assurance. It gives you the humble assurance. It gives you the focus to know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah, somebody. It's the, it's the connection and abiding in the marvelous light of God that assures uh the heavenly benefits that assures that you will become everything that God called you to be because you'll be connected to the source. You'll be connected to the source. You'll be in relationship with Jesus Christ. And when you're in relationship with Jesus Christ, you're in relationship with the Father. Hallelujah, somebody. That's good news tonight. So I just stopped by tonight to tell you, that God loves you, no matter what you're going through. And it's always been his desire for us to abide in his marvelous light. I love you. God bless you. And may God keep us in his will. Uh, the light of uh, Portland, thank you so much for having me again. May God keep us, bless us, and continue to lead us. Amen. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. What an awesome word on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Minister Jordan, for that word. Uh, yes, we are blessed tonight because God has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light to be the light for him, to shine in this dark, dark world. So thank you for reminding us, for encouraging us and empowering us to be who God has called us to be in these last and evil days. I hope that you have been blessed by the word on tonight, family. I hope something was said that will encourage you, that has encouraged you, that has strengthened you, that has motivated you to let your little light shine and to be a witness for the Lord. Well, it's our time to go tonight, and until next Sunday, may the peace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with you tent evermore. What I say unto one, I say unto all, let your little light shine. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Until next Sunday. All right, everybody, back up on your feet. We have a simple love song that we love to sing to our Savior. 
It's simply called Jesus I Love You. We've been singing it in the Portland area for years, and now we want to teach it to you and have a little fun with it. Come on, kingdom, help me sing it. Say. Now everybody just moves from side to side. We decided to go choir style on this. Come on, help me say. That's all the song says. Now let's lift it to our Lord and Savior. Come on, let's lift it. Jesus. I love you. Jesus, all of my heart. 
you know it already. Where my sopranos at? Where my sopranos at? Where my sopranos at? Come on, sopranos, you know it. 